0: This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Dawn Catherine. If you love wine, And want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle. If you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Togina.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine.
1: And welcome to the Bella Vita Show. I'm Dawn Catherine, your hostess with the Mostest. I hope that you have poured yourself a really big ass glass of wine tonight because it's been a really tough day for everybody here in our country. But um, we have a really good show tonight. We're going to be talking about um, travel tonight, which is something that we always do. And we are going to be specifically talking about the fall foliage, which will be coming up in just a few short weeks, starting in New England. So I hope you will tune in for that and stay with me. And uh, maybe it will inspire you to go travel to uh, some of these really amazing areas in our country. And of course... It's where I grew up, so I always love talking about where I came from. Um, If you're listening to me live, thanks for joining me. If you're listening to me on a download, thank you for downloading my show. If you didn't know that you can do that, you absolutely can. Go to my Toginet. Uh, page at tokenet.com Go to the Bella Vita show. You can download any of my past shows. You also can head over to iTunes and scroll on down to podcasts. You can put a search in for my name, Don Catherine, or the name of this great show, La Bella Vita, and uh, subscribe for free. And you can. Get All of my past broadcasts and uh, as well as any upcoming shows. So that's really great. I would love for you to do that for me. Um, And again, like I said, we're going to be talking about travel this evening. It's something that I'm passionate about and we'll be getting to that. But really, lots going on today in the world. Um, Well, um, we're going to start on a positive note because I don't really want to go on a non-positive note. Uh, It's National Dog Day. So for those of you who have dogs Happy National Dog Day to your doggies, um, or fur babies, as a lot of my friends call them, because... A lot of us don't have kids and we just have fur babies. And uh, so if you have been on social media at all today, you have seen people posting pictures of their pets. I did as well of my little precious Bellini who I adopted from the Humane Society. So if you're looking to adopt a pet, I really encourage you to go to your local pound. They make the best pets ever. I'm telling you. And, uh, it's a good way to uh, get these puppy mills out of business as well when you go and you adopt a dog. So, go ahead and do that. Um, so, as it turns out, we all know that Jen Aniston got married a couple weeks ago, right? So, news came out today. This is really funny that, um, you know, she has her pick of any designer. She gets dressed by some of the most amazing designers Armani, Calvin Klein, you name it. But the wedding veil that she wore came from a very familiar place to most of us and you would probably think it would be the last place that she would get her wedding veil because again she probably could call any designer to make her a beautiful veil but guess where she got it j crew yeah j crew so apparently this veil that's available at j crew is about 200 dollars. but seriously i thought that was pretty crazy that um you know, she picked J. Crew to do her veil. So I guess Jen Aniston is just like us after all. So good for her. Um, so, you know, obviously we had a tragedy today in our country. Uh, today we had two journalists killed live on the air. Very tragic situation. Uh, and Allison Parker and Adam Ward were killed this morning by a disgruntled employee of the same station that was let go apparently a couple years ago. Also um, in this situation, it was Vicki Gardner who was actually being interviewed by Allison Parker. She was shot, but she is recovering after surgery and is expected to make a full recovery. Vicki Gardner uh, was part of the Chamber of Commerce, which was one of the reasons why she was giving this interview. Um, but. It's a really sad day because this this tragedy has so many levels to it. Not only is it horrifying that these two journalists, photojournalists, and on-air talent journalists were killed uh, on air, but... In front of their viewing audience, those two individuals, Allison and Adam, grew up in the area, so it's quite possible that their family was watching this play out live on, on TV. And all of the people in the viewing area that had to witness this horrifying act live as well, and the suspected shooter, who I'm not going to give him any kind of publicity by saying his name, but he did go take to social media afterwards. And tweet out the fact that he had taken a GoPro film of the event and showed it from his view and posted it on his Facebook account Um, and uh, other tweets that were on Twitter. But Twitter suspended his account as well as Facebook, who took down the video of the event. The sad thing is, you know, obviously it's a great loss to that station. Uh, the poor anchor that was thrown, you know, who was at the anchor deck desk, um, obviously was horrified and shocked. Was not quite sure what had happened, and uh, subsequently, after the events unfolded, the station manager had to come on air to say what had happened and that they, that his journalist had passed away. Um, and then we, you know, as things unfold, we found out that the reporter was actually. Uh, with one of the anchors they had fallen in love they had just recently moved in together and the photojournalist Adam Ward was actually dating one of the executive producers uh, who worked in the control room Who, who is just crazy how life works today was actually her last day on a job she had taken a job in the Carolinas at another station and going to a different market and Adam Uh, had decided that he was going to follow her that he thought that he might get out of news altogether and maybe pursue something else but he was going to follow her down there and uh, now that's taken away from taken away from him it's just it's just tragic and I don't know when this is gonna uh, I don't know when this insanity of people being able to get guns is gonna stop but we really need to do something in this country about that but i'm going to talk about that in a little bit also i just want to say rest in peace to Masi borders who whose name might not be familiar to you but i know that once i tell you um she was a 9-11 survivor who became known as the dust lady after she was photographed covered in ash after the tragedy that unfolded on 9-11 um And uh, she has apparently died of stomach cancer at the age of 42 years old. And uh, it's a, you know, the tragedy of 9-11 continues to happen. We all know that over 3,000 people died that day. But the number of people who have died subsequently since then, first responders, people that worked on site who have died, Um, from cancers and respiratory issues um and all these different kind of cancers that they're finding in these people is just staggering and um it's just kind of interesting i I, you know we're coming up on the anniversary of 9-11 it's always a tough time of year for everybody and um uh, just the timing that she just passed away just a few weeks shy of the anniversary of nine eleven, is just kind of crazy to me um, so rest in peace to Marcy and my thoughts and prayers go out to her family as do though my thoughts and prayers go out to the families of Allison Parker and Adam Ward um, uh, you know may they find comfort in the times and memories that they have of their loved ones and know that the whole world is praying with them um, so I'm just going to tell you a couple of things um, you know every week I have my Inca what has me spellbound and I always give you a fashion icon and a wine pick this week is no different. My fashion icon this week is Emily Radishowski. And let me tell you something. If you don't know who she is, you're going to know who she is very soon. Uh, she's been jetting around the world to promote her latest movie, We Are Friends, with hottie Zac Efron. Uh, but Emily saved her most show-stopping look for Hollywood premiere the film on this past Thursday. Uh, she had on a beautiful, plunging, blush, pink, Grecian-style gown, showing off her cleavage and Really, her long legs were on displaying this long, floral dress because it had a slit up to there. Uh, But the model-turned-actress, she kind of came into uh, the limelight after going topless in Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines music video. Uh, But uh, she looked beautiful. She is definitely one to watch, and I think that she has impeccable style, and I think she's going to end up on my list several times. My wine pick of the week is... Altacino Brunello di Monticello, Monticino. It's a 2010. Uh, it is a um, really lovely wine. It's ruby red with a garnet rim. The wine's bouquet displays ample aromas of violet, wild berries, tobacco, chocolate, and vanilla on the palette. It's rich, full-bodied, and velvety, just the way I love my wines. Y'all know that. With velvety tannins, balanced acidity, and supple body, this Brunella is the wine of choice for rich dishes, such as Osobuco, which I do not eat. Uh, Pot roast, barbecues, and beef stew, anything heavy, it would be lovely with. So check that out. You can find that at Wine.com, actually, by the way. So go check that out as my pick. Um, and so my Buffoon of the Week, I, I kind of give this out and, well, you know, it happens that I always have to bitch and complain about somebody who makes me mad. But I, I think that today, more than anything, is a day that I have to say that those of you or, who are out there who don't understand that we need to take a moment and really think about the gun issue in this country, that we need to have the ability to stop mentally unstable people from being able to attain weapons. Uh, We need to change the way that we think about guns in this country. We don't want to take them away from everybody. We just want to get them out of the hands of the wrong people um and if you don't think that it's a problem look at the statistics with other countries who don't who have very strict gun laws and there you, you can't say that there that guns are not the problem they're definitely the problem i mean you can't say that there isn't um and i don't know what it's going to take in this country until we get to that point but i really hope that we really could get to it soon when we get back um, we're going to be talking about fall foliage up in New England. So come on back and uh, get your foliage on. It's Don Catherine's La Billa Vita show. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Mm-hmm.
0: This is live la bella vita stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else we'll be back with more live la bella vita right after these on
1: togynet.com
0: I am not the woman I used to be I'm free with minister diane jones
2: Perfume comes from the Latin perfumum, which means through smoke. Eau de Clone comes from the name of a town in Germany where this type of perfume originated. The French say the only reason to wear perfume is to attract the opposite sex. Oh, and never ask a French woman what scent she wears, as they prefer to keep it hugger-mugger or secret. Perfumes are generally made from bits and bats of different materials that have unique scents. You know, if women are trying to attract men, why do we wear perfume that smells like flowers? I think we'd get more guys if we smelled like bacon. The best advice for applying perfume is just a dabble-do. What's a word for a trifling amount? hither ex sans kitter
0: It's Words You Never Heard.
2: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Variatic Surgery Center of Dallas.
0: And from thence. I had great desire to see Italy, and came to Venice, and from thence to Florence, where I played before the Duke, and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on TogiNet. It's Live La Bella Vita, and here again is your host, Don Catherine.
1: And welcome back. It's Don Catherine's La Bella Vita show, and we are gonna be talking about um, what you might want to do if you decide that you might want to go to New England to enjoy the fall foliage this year and this season. So we're gonna be featuring some scenic autumn vacation destination and hotel getaways, best leaf peeping spots, driving tours, hikes, day trips, apple picking, and apple cider recommendations and restaurants perfect for a fall day and a great itinerary for you to go and really check out all the magnificence that new england has to offer it is one of the most beautiful and iconic places to check out um, fall foliage the moral of of what we're going to be talking about is not to just go to one area but to you know go and try many different areas Uh, without a doubt the best approach to viewing new england fall foliage is to consider the travel and Uh, The journey as important as the ultimate travel destination, even the least known places in New England are capable of having brilliant colors as it is well known in scientific circles that fall foliage is not exclusive to New England vacation resort communities. That's not to say that you should be joyfully leaf peeping in areas of urban blight, but many times... Those stops along the way turn out to be the most memorable places. The key is to keep your eyes open for the length of the trip, as New England demands your full undivided attention when it comes to travel surprises. Keep in mind that peak New England foliage season varies from year to year. Generally, peak season for the most of New England occurs from mid to late October, but can peak earlier in the northern sector, so parts of Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont and the upmost parts of the states can peak a little bit earlier. So it's best to contact local tourism offices or chambers of commerce to find out about their peak season in those particular areas. But here are some top New England fall foliage picks popular in less known areas. But if it is a great for you, if you're going to take a nice extended vacation or just a day trip, if you happen to be lucky enough to live in the New England area, so we're going to start with New Hampshire, which offers mountains of colorful foliage, um, and especially if you're a photographer, I love photography. I'm telling you, there is nothing better about some of these nooks and crannies that you will find in all of these places. It is like a photography's dream, uh, you know, a photographer's dream when you go to these places. So. Unbelievable. But New Hampshire sports some of the best fall foliage in the United States, especially the 34-mile Kankamangas Highway in the thick of the White Mountain National Forest and designated by the National Forest Service as a scenic byway. It's always seems like parents had to travel the Kancamagus Highway to find good foliage, just the way Howard Johnson's had to be the only place to eat when traveling down on highways. While Howard Johnson's restaurants were subpar... The ice cream was always amazing. Trust me, I know we stopped all the time for it. The Cancamangus Highway always delivered the goods and still does today. An endless array of colors, some not seen in any civilized society. Spanning from Lincoln to North Conway, the Kankamangas is indeed a candy land of foliage, generally regarded as the premier New England fall foliage destination. So... Check it out. Uh, the White Mountains National Forest, with its dramatic rocky mountains, ponds, streams, hiking trails, and a plethora of motels, inns, restaurants, and tourist attractions, is a mix of some of the Northeast's best scenery and the occasional cheesy commercial tour strips that come with it. No matter how much development has taken place in the Lincoln-Woodstock area, the sheer beauty will always dominate. Mount Washington is the highest mountain in New England, nearly 6,288 feet Mount Washington can be driven or hiked. Always check forecast when hiking because Mount Washington and other New England mountains inclement weather can happen in a hurry and quickly. So take heed and take precautions. Mount Washington is an amazing place to enjoy the fall foliage. If staying in the area, be sure to check out the Mount Washington Resort it's a landmark white mountains hotel with spectacular mountain views it is absolutely stunning and for those of you who have fur babies like i do it's pet friendly so we always love pet friendly hotels but it is you know it's one of those big huge white resorts that you could just picture up on the side of a mountainous area just picture perfect gorgeous new england quintessential resort so check that out also be sure to check out Echo Lake Beach, located right off Route 93 in Franconia-Notch State Park. Beautifully situated on the slopes of popular Cannon Mountain in the White Mountains, Echo Lake seems like a million miles from civilization. This pristine 28-acre beach features incredible, peaceful, color fall foliage views of where the Franconia and Kinsman Ranges meet, thus creating a notch doesn't get much prettier than that scene, and the good thing for you is that it's pretty much right off the highway in the heart of the White Mountains. The ever-evolving outlet shops, North Conway, are almost as annoying as, I don't know, maybe Donald Truck? But, you know. Anyway, but the undeniably stunning location has people coming back year after year. The view of Mount Washington and the surrounding countryside from Main Street is priceless especially when the leaves begin to change. Despite commercial overgrowth, Mother Nature still shines in North Conway, perhaps at its peak in the White Mountains' autumn. North Conway also features some excellent lodging choices, including Red Jacket Mountain Resort, North Conway Grand Hotel, and Adventure Suites. So check out North Conway. It is really a fun area. Really, really Beautiful area. Welsh and Dickey Mountain and nearby Waterville Valley is a great place to hike. The 4.5 miles of hiking is a tad bit difficult, but certainly worth the effort in terms of viewing the brilliant foliage within the White Mountain National Forest. The Hollis-to-Keene sector of southwest New Hampshire lends beautiful fall foliage to New England. Perhaps the most unassuming part of New Hampshire, this region does not boast, overwhelm, or act flamboyant in any way. Hollis may just be the most pleasant town in New England with beautiful Silver Lake State Park, wide open farms with farm stands, and downtown from another era with a general store and lots of nice old homes. It truly is a quintessential New England town. Nearby and densely forested Mason, New Hampshire is Parker's Maple Barn. It's at 1316 Brookline Road. It is a classic fall foliage dining destination. The Maple Barn is actually an authentic 1800s dairy barn and silo. Inside, the antique cows are integrated into handmade wooden tables, and antique farm items hanging on the walls create an instant time warp atmosphere set to dim lighting, bright service, and absolutely electrifying comfort food. I love comfort food. I'm sure you do too. For those interested in breakfast, check this out. The park is special, which is about gonna set you back about 11 bucks is the acknowledged standard with two eggs two pancakes or one french toast two bacon strips two sausage ham or ham hash home fries and toast now who does not want to go and break out and make some breakfast food right now raise your hand i am just letting you know particularly delicious are the pumpkin pancakes as far away from artificially flavored as could be like pumpkin pancakes does that not sound like freaking awesome. Yum. I love it. Without a doubt, the best lunch item is actually a dinner portion is the sumptuous maple ribs. Seriously? Maple ribs. people, Maple ribs. Why haven't other restaurants thought of this concoction? A half rack of these gems goes in a hurry as its succulent quality demands for rapid eating. And seriously, I have got to go to Parker's Makeup Barn when I'm up in New Hampshire because it sounds divine. I want to go. Uh, Peterborough is quite it is a quiet arts community with a small downtown with great foliage beyond the modest selections of local stores the Peterborough Diner which is at 10 Depot Street makes for a nice breakfast to lunch with a hill of brilliant foliage behind it Keene is a sweet college town with an appealing and wide main street an old-time movie theater, nice parks, a golf course, plenty of services, really pleasant neighborhoods in proximity to the scenic Mount. Monadoc Nock area and Vermont's Green Mountains. It's a vibrant city, a population of about 22,000 that really feels like a small town. I can tell you I have visited Keene many of times because my dad actually used to live there at one time when he worked at the Franklin Pierce College, which was right there in Keene. Uh, it, it is a really, really quaint, quintessential little town. It's adorable. I loved it there. So go check that out. The, the aforementioned uh, Mount Monadnock is minutes from Keene and Peterborough on Route 1924 in Jaffrey is one of the most climbed mountains in the United States. It's not too difficult of a hike, perfect for a family. The views from the tarp are what one would expect in fall, full of panoramic colors accompanied by a classic New England chill in the air. So, here's what you gotta do you gotta put on your best cute jeans, your Uggs, a nice little sweater, put your hair up in a ponytail, and just go. I tell you, I cannot wait until there's a little bit of fall weather here. (laughs) But seeing that there is a tropical storm headed straight for my direction that's going to come on Monday, I don't think that that's going to happen anytime in the near future. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can do your thing. I mean, how, how how much better does it get than putting on sweater and jeans? You just can't get any better than that. I'm just saying. Durham is an underrated southeast New Hampshire fall foliage destination. It's home to the University of New Hampshire. Durham is an attractive college town with a few blocks of small town shops and restaurants. It is ultimately uh, great to take a little town to stroll around, enjoy the fresh New Hampshire air, and enjoy a mix of foliage and the new... Uh, UNH campus architecture is beautiful. Nearby is Portsmouth, which is where I have family at, the former capital of New Hampshire and eclectic coastal historic city. Locally owned shops, great restaurants with a water view, narrow streets, tree-lined streets with fine old homes and an overflow of eclectic University of New Hampshire students make this section seem like a miniature version of Boston. Check out the historic Strawberry Bank Museum and a 10 acre historic Waterfoot neighborhood, which dates back to 1650. We're going to come back in the next segment. We're going to go on down to Vermont and to Massachusetts and Rhode Island for more foliage. You'll see on the other side of the break, it's the Bella Vita show.
0: is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com.
3: Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather And new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio
0: Network. It's merging Never
2: Yesterday, I called my computer helpline because I felt an overwhelming need to be made to feel ignorant by someone much younger than me. Hey, I know a few things about computers. The term reboot actually originates from the Middle Ages when horses who stopped mid stride required a reboot to the hoof to start again. A timinagi is another name for a device that saves you time and labor, such as a computer. Because my computer issue couldn't be resolved over the phone, they sent a bobby-dazzler over to have a look. The technician informed me that it appeared my computer had been shaken or dropped, or as the Scottish say, Miss guggled. Whoops. Did I mention I have a bit of a temper when things aren't working right?
0: It's Words You Never Heard.
2: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Variatic Surgery Center of Dallas.
0: Como bella celle luna brilla strette, strette como butto belle fasteggia Sotto celle de Roma if you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on TogiNet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Hey.
1: It's Don, Catherine's La Bella Vida show. We are talking about New England fall foliage. And I really hope that uh, after listening to tonight's show, it may inspire you to take you and your family to the New England area to check out the beauty of beautiful foliage. If not this year, maybe you can plan for next year. Uh, it is absolutely a stunning thing to see and really take in the beauty of the New England area. Uh, before we went to break, we were talking about the Strawberry Bank Museum, uh, which is in Portsmouth. It's a 10-acre historic waterfront, neighbor, waterfront neighborhood with homes dating back to 1650. Although modern amenities beckon around the corner in Market Square, Strawberry Bank takes you out of the modern area into another period of time. So definitely check that out. Great restaurants abound in Portsmouth. Um, one of the favorite is uh, or House. Uh, which is on 55 Sarah Street, with its indoor and scenic outdoor waterfront deck dining, excellent seafood-oriented lunch and dinner menus, which include local favorites like New England clam chowder, steamers, yum, twinned boiled lobsters, baked stuffed haddocked and encrusted Atlantic Salmon sounds so good, doesn't it? Like, why is it every time I do this show, I immediately want to eat? It's because I talk about food on the show all the damn time. Uh, So we're going to hop on over to Vermont, which is a beautiful state. And one of my BFFs, Christine, lives in Burlington, Vermont. So I always have an excuse to go up to Vermont. And it's a lovely area. Uh, It is definitely a very gorgeous landscaped uh, area of the country. It's totally quintessential New England as well. Northern Vermont Stowe may have some great little shops and diverse dining choices, state-of-the-art ski facilities, and some of the best lodging in New England, like the Trapp Family Vodge, as you know, the Van Trapp Family from The Sound and Music, Top Notch Resort, and Stowe Mountain Lodge. Check those out. What matters most, however, is that despite all the development, Stowe still feels like a small, relaxed village. Stowe is especially appealing during the foliage season when the leaves turn brilliant colors, that special chill in the air, the beautiful views of Mount Mansfield, the highest elevation in the state, and long and winding roads with farms dotting the landscape make the foliage that much more special. It is true that every community in New England has foliage. it's just that foliage set to triple deckers or community commuting highway traffic don't give off the same warm feeling as the spectacular North Country setting of Stowe. As lifelong as a lifelong New Englander, I have never heard anyone say they didn't like Stowe. When the visitor information people dare say that their village forces you to relax, it is actually public relations that give that actually really truly lives up to the hype. From a ride through the dramatic and rugged Jefferson. Ville Notch, near the famous Smuggler's Notch Resort, which is a huge ski resort in the area, to the marvelously scenic bike trail. Stowe is a scenic treasure sure to warm your senses no matter how cold the weather gets. South of Stowe is Waterbury, is the cold, hollow cider mill, which is located at 3600 Waterbury Stowe Road. They make cider the old-fashioned way with a rack and a cloth press built in the 1920s. Cider is not the only attraction at this legendary attraction as a bakery including delicious homemade donuts, green mountain coffee, Vermont made wines and a toy store are just few of the mountain thousands of items found at this delightful roadside building. Sounds like a great little place. Uh, There's nothing in the northeast village of Waits River, southeast of Montpelier, except oddly enough, a river and a few old homes. And actually, that is kind of where my family is from, my extended family, like my great grandparents lived in kind of that area. Um, but don't expect to go here and do the hot, hot dance at a four-star resort specializing in drinks loud, overstressed people, and high prices. In Waits River, all one has is the stark beauty of Vermont, and all that is left is the remarkable foliage at one of the northeast's most photographed and beloved village scenes. For those not familiar to the area, Weston, Vermont, represents New England and the Green Mountain National Forest region at its finest. A charming village green with a gazebo gently tells you, I am New England. This is what you have been waiting for to see your whole entire life. The serene green environs evoke a sweet dream, only this isn't a dream. Weston is a Vermont masterpiece filled with charmingly quaint New England homes and sunny streets filtered by pure green mountain air. Many of us know of homes placed on the National Register of Historic Places. In this case, the whole village of Weston is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Everywhere you look, it looks like a normal Rockwell painting. Weston may be a quiet town, but it does have a retail district. It's called the Vermont Country Store. Purveyors of Yankee Bargains, Vermont made clothing, and just about everything else under the sun imaginable. This incredible trip back in time. Offers everything from Vermont fudge to wool socks, so after eating fudge in your new wool socks, kick back and marvel at the unspoiled, quiet beauty of this fabulous New England community, whether a day trip or a full-fledged vacation you leave wanting to come back to this classic New England community time and time again. Just outside the village is the Weston Priory, which is at 58 Priory Hill Road. High atop a hill at the edge of the beautiful Green Mountain National Forest, a community of Benedictine monks live in this idyllic location with a beautiful monastery. The Priory combines the spirituality of the soul, outdoor masses, and sunrise and sunset services, which sound lovely. The Priory websites that men and women wishing to spend several days at the Priory in the atmosphere of our monastic life are most welcome. Visit the Western Priory website for more information. You can look that up by Googling it. I think that sounds pretty cool, though, if you happen to be Catholic. And want to go to Mass High in the Mountains? There you go. Route 9 in southern Vermont from Brattleboro to Wilmington is what you'd expect of Vermont. Green hills, green mountains, green gas, and in the fall, foliage that goes well beyond green. The most striking part of the itinerary is the 100-mile view from the Hogbach Mountain area. Here you can see the striking Vermont country skyline, plus areas of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Connecticut, and New York. Brattleboro is a funky town with loads of unique shops and people and transplants trying to start a new life after getting tired of New York City. Wilmington is a more traditional, the perfect place to stroll the quiet downtown, drink apple cider, and wonder what it would be like to live in such a peaceful small-town setting. Route 100 starts in southern Vermont and ends at the Canadian border, featuring many great stops along the way. Including Wilmington, Weston, Londonderry, Plymouth, Waitsfield, Ludlow, and Stowe, offering perhaps the best consistent Vermont foliage in the Northeast. A remarkable Vermont fall foliage driving tour should always include traveling north. Route 5 from Lindenville, Vermont. Start with a cup of coffee and a hearty pancake breakfast at a truly local Miss Lyndonville diner, which is at 686 Broad Street. Traveling through the pleasantly quaint downtown of Lindenville will lead you through more remote towns like West Burke, East Burke, and Newark. Not the Newark where the god-awful airport is. The mountain views are high and lonesome and dramatic filled with plenty of fall foliage. Taking Route 5A from West Burke will bring you to the Lake Willoughby area where you'll find colors of fall enhanced by one of Vermont's most pristine bodies of water. Downtown East Burke features the famous northeast kingdom country store which is located at 466 route 114 a classic country store with its past and present gifts with a creaky old wooden country store two-story building sounds like fun dark creaky narrow hardwood floorboards a cozy area for eating and a network of larger rooms leading to smaller quaint rooms with more merchandise create a quintessential vermont retail scene So, we're going to make our way down to Massachusetts now. Uh, A popular fall foliage stretch is Route 2, especially from Air Mass to Berkshire Mountains. Going from north central to northwest in Massachusetts, frequent spurts of brilliant colors off this older scenic highway make it the most must to discover some of the charming villages. And towns that have the New England spirit with village greens and churches with tall steeples, Shirley, Templeton, Princeton, Harvard, Westminster, Shelburne Falls, and North Adams to name a few. Williamstown, a college town, Williams College, with wealthy with wealth, maybe one of New England's masterpieces, all decked out in tree-lined streets. Interesting locally owned shops and the ultimate feeling of small-town America. Add a few colored leaves to this foundation and you have a perfect foliage destination. Williamstown is home to the Sterling and Francis Clark Institute, which is located at 225 South Street, featuring more than 30 paintings by Renoir and other French Impressionists. Shelbourne Falls, located in the Berkshire Mountains foothills may not be listed in a travel agent's database, but the town shines with its row of stately old homes, a friendly downtown with interesting little shops, unique glacial potholes, and the Bridge of Flowers, a stunning display of 500 flowers residing on a 400-foot walkable bridge. Consider Shelbourne Falls, a great fall foliage stop along the way. When venturing toward the heart of the Berkshire Mountains in western Massachusetts or as part of your Mohawk Trail itinerary, shadowing an old Indian trail running from Orange to the Berkshire community of North Adams. North Adams is beautifully situated in the northern Berkshires and has enjoyed a remarkable renaissance over the past several years. It has gone from an eyesore to eye candy through a revitalized downtown. North Adams is also home to Mount Greylock, the highest point in the state at 3,491 feet. Its heights lend to great foliage views. There's also the 1761 Old Mill Restaurant, which is on State Road East. In Westminster stands out as Route 2 Fall Foliage Dying Favorite with its roaring waterfall, brilliant colors framing the rustic old building, a covered bridge leading to the restaurant and a lovely pond where visitors can feed the ducks. Make this one of the most scenic dining establishments in New England. By the way, the food is great from the sweet sticky buns to the phenomenal roast truck, is tremendous, tender, and plentiful with apple-based stuffing and a choice of orange glaze or gravy i'm telling you people i'm going to eat so much when i get off of this show tonight because i'm starving so when we come back i'm going to tell you more about massachusetts and then we're going to go down to connecticut and rhode island so you can go to see some foliage there we'll see you on the other side of the break <laughs>
0: You know, he just might. This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com.
1: Bésame, bésame mucho
0: their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, linkedinlady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on allbusinessradionetwork.com. It's words you never heard.
2: You look like your spouse. According to a University of Michigan researcher, if you think you're starting to look like your spouse, you could be right. The study compared photos of couples in their 20s to pictures taken in their 50s and 60s and found the older they got, the more they looked alike. It's believed that couples have a tendency to mimic each other's expressions, which can produce similar laugh or frown lines around the eyes and mouth as they age, thus making them appear to look more like their spouse. It could also be that people use genoclaxis when picking a mate. That's choosing on physical appearance. Maybe we want somebody that looks like us. However, also according to research, the more comfortable a couple is in their marriage, the less they look at each other. It's Words You Never Heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery Center of Dallas.
0: If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show, all with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on TogiNet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine.
1: Welcome back. This is Don Catherine. This is the Vita Show and we are talking about New England foliage. Hoping that it inspires you to maybe take a trip up to New England this year or maybe plan for next year. We are in Massachusetts talking about some really great places for you to go to Massachusetts. So uh, we're going to head on over to Carlson Orchards which is at 115 Oak Hill Road and Doe Orchards which is at 327 Ayer Road. Offer fine apple picking facilities in Harvard one of New England's true gems. The town center consists of a general store a beautiful lake the best of colonial homes in a really cool village green ideal for sitting under a colorful tree and reading a book sounds awesome and there's nothing really seriously better than picking your own apples from the tree it's so quintessential new england and we did it when we were kids all the time and as adults too Stockbridge Mass is in the Southern Berkshires, represents New England at its best, from the alternately sunny and shady tree-lined streets to locally owned small town center. Stockbridge is indeed normal Rockwell come to life. The the Norman Rockwell Museum is actually located there, and actually, my parents are going to be going there in a couple weeks, but with very little of the overly commercial byproducts, the famous Red Lion Inn, which is located in the heart of the idyllic town-town, featuring a wide front porch perfect for relaxation in a charming restaurant and guest rooms. Some of New England's best fall foliage can be found in Stockbridge whether it be downtown or on a nearby country road which there are plenty of. The Eastern States Exposition the Big E is in West Springfield western central Massachusetts. It's perhaps New England's most famous fall event. It takes place from September Twelfth uh, to the twenty eighth in twenty fifteen, including the Big E Super Circus, the Avenue of States, dazzling thrill shows, New England history and agriculture, animals ride, shopping, crafts, and a daily parade and a Mardi Gras parade and foods from around the world. there's so many food vendors at the Big E that you might not want to eat until the year twenty five twenty five. But also consider. The Town Tavern, located on the premises with a quaint, candlelit New England feel. The Town Tavern features some well-prepared regional favorites like Yankee Park Roast, Chicken Pot Pie, Boston Baked Scrod, uh so good. Baked stuffed lobster and a roasted stuffed turkey dinner. Seriously, getting more hungry as we go. Going east of the Springfield region is Sturbridge, known for Old Sturbridge Village, which I've been to a million times. It's so cute. It's at one Old Sturbridge Village Road, which recreates an 1830s New England community. The 200-acre village includes a working historical farm and restored buildings. Old Sturbridge Village seems especially pleasant in the fall as rustling through the leaves in another area with a chill in the air evokes a true New England autumn, as with most areas of New England, the foliage is beautiful in the Sturbridge region. No visit to Sturbridge would complete complete without a visit to the public house, which is located at two two seven seven Main Street. It's a 1771 colonial structure, serving as a quaint Sturbridge inn at the attractive Sturbridge Common. The public house serves. Great prime rib and turkey dinners in a quaint setting. Another great dining choice is the Salem Cross Inn, which is located at Route 9 in West Brookfield. Set just outside the stunning village green, dominated center of West Brookfield on Route 9. The handsome hardwood floors and roaring fireplace, the serene glow of romantic candlelight, and old-fashioned New England waitresses lend a complete feel of warmth, comfort, and by the way, great food. It is the antidote to Taco Bell Nation. The Salem Cross Inn offers some of the best prime rib in New England and has some wonderful seafood, duck, and chicken selection. So check that out. So Route 117 from Lancaster to Concord, Mass, runs parallel with part of Scenic Route 2 in Central and Eastern Massachusetts, known as the Neshoba Valley region. Route 117 features small to mid-sized towns with wonderful apple orchards, classic ice cream stands, modest family-oriented restaurants with delicious food and stores from yesteryear. Towns like Maynard, Bolton, Lancaster, and Stowe represent New England at its finest, laid back with village greens, tall churches in a real community feel you will feel like your home only with the advantage of the great foliage concord is one of the most well-known communities in the united states known as the home of the american revolution henry david thoreau louisa may alcott ralph waldo emerson and most importantly the concord grape just kidding concord is home and full of neat little shops tall, majestic church steeples, gorgeous colonial homes, and a walk to a beloved American institution like the Old North Bridge, Louisa May Alcott Museum, and Walden Pound, which is on Route 126, just off of Route 2. Walden Pound, in particular, is worth visiting. It is the former home of the America Great Uh, Henry Dave Thoreau and current home of thousands of visitors enjoying the mellow 45 minute walk around one of Massachusetts prettiest ponds a small swimming beach and hiking trails pleasing to everyone from the corporate weekend warrior to pocket protector and all to the 60s hippies with ponytails, and you know the long max dress girls Uh, so anyways check that out great farm stands and apple orchards dot the route 117 and vicinity landscape Bolton Orchards which is at 125 Five, Still River Road has a never-ending apple field in a rural setting, seemingly a million miles from civilization, but in reality a half hour to Worcester and 45 minutes to Boston. 25 varieties of apples can be found in the expansive field and they also have a great farm stand and gift shop that you can go check out. Near Bolton Orchards is Noshoma Valley Winery. Hello, sign me up. 92 Wataquatic Wat-aqu- Hill Road in Bolton, Mass., with a 52-acre apple orchard wine-tasting tours in Jay's Restaurant, a rustic farmhouse known for its sophisticated offerings, farm fresh vegetables and award-winning wines. The setting represents the best of rural New England with its gentle rolling farmland. We also have L Farm in West Concord. Uh, It offers some of the finest produce in the Boston suburbs in pastoral farm setting. This is a blueprint of how a farm stand should be. Committed to farming excellence, perfectly manicured and rural, informal. Veral Farm may not have the variety of produce that some of the bigger stands offer, but what they have is superior in quality. Currently in temporary quarters due to a fire, uh, the farms still offer a wonderful farm experience for all. Uh, for a wonderful dining experience, check out the Colonial Inn, which is located at 48 Monument Square in Concord, Mass. It's a must. It is also a renowned inn, great for an autumn stay and indeed a special place filled with history. This was Henry David Thoreau's house before he became an earlier Day Gilligan and lived isolated at Walden Pond. Walden Pond, perhaps the first time in history, a throw Gilligan analogy had been mentioned. Gilligan, however, was less misanthropic. Antiques, period furniture, beamed ceilings, outdoor dining opportunities on a truly relaxing front porch and great woodwork mark the feelings of another generation. The Colonial Ilk Inn could get by on its look alone, but the food lives up to the billing. The Port Tenderloin is not to be missed as well as the sea bass. And uh, they have some great cheesecakes and chocolate cakes. That's what they say. That's all I'm going to tell you. The Colonial Inn has a Sunday brunch as well, which is truly inspiring with a quantity to match, innovative quality dishes to so try, it, especially during the autumn as the precursor to a Sunday foliage drive. The southwest suburbs of Boston offer some great foliage too, Walpole West. Wood and Medfield are nice, small towns with parks and ponds. Perfect for a weekend stroll, Walpole has a 89-acre bird park and a 365-acre Adams farm, which is on North Street. Both with attractive grounds and a wonderful full foliage. Be sure to check out the spectacular pump and patch at the Epiphany Church in Walpole. Uh, wall p- pole um, Medfill features Rocky Woods State Reservation and it's a great place for light hiking it's owners the trustees of the reservation states on their websites that uh, they feature over six miles of former wood roads and footpaths, thrilling rolling through rolling hills of white pine and red oak that are part of both the Nepansonic River Watershed and the Charles River Watershed. Rocky ledges and glacial erratics are evidence of glaciers that receded some 10,000 years ago. Of course, Cape Cod, Mass., may be known for its great beaches, seafood, and myriad of summer fun, but may prefer the quiet off-season, perhaps the best representative New England fall foliage. The best place to enjoy foliage is by visiting the small historic towns along Route 6A, Barnstable, Yarmouth Port. Dennis, Harwich, etc. The towns look different at this time as they return to their normal quiet village foundation temporarily put on hold during the heavy tourism season. The foliage is stunning, proving that there is life beyond the summer at Cape Cod. You can really have the best of both worlds. Fall leaf peeping and seaside lodging at places like Chatham Bars and Resort in Chatham, Ocean Edge Resort in Brewster and the blue water on the ocean in Yarmouth. Uh, Connecticut absolutely has some beautiful uh, places to go. Maine does as well, and uh, Rhode Island is no slouch when it comes to foliage, no matter what time of season communities like Bristol, Warren, Barrington, Westerly, and Newport, known for its historic mansions, and lively downtown with many shops, restaurant, waterfront hotels, and chero, really charming narrow streets, have incredibly strong appeal, offering coastal splendor with enough foliage to please Mother Nature crowd, and retail to please Mother. Also keep in mind that the small northern Rhode Island towns like Cumberland, especially near The Rentham Mass Line. Chapachat, Harrisville, and Situate as mid to late October foliage can be impressive in these welcome quintessential New England towns. Much like Cape Cod, there is a misconception that Rhode Island vacations are meant just for the beach, but locals know that as long as you have trees in New England, there is foliage, and I know that firsthand because that's where I am from. Um, Obviously, we did not get to Maine, but you know, there's Acadia National Park. Uh, Camden, uh, Maine, which is um, south of Acadia National Park on scenic route 1A is perhaps one of the most picturesque seaside towns on the East coast and Mount Batty, which is an 800 foot uh, lends amazing views of the coast, particularly appealing when it's combined with fall foliage. So check that out. Inland, the Rangeley and Moosehead Lake regions, our favorite destination for main fall foliage season. Uh, so definitely check that out. But uh It's not just suitable for lobster and rocky coastline, but it's hard to ignore the great foliage there would be a tragedy. So I hope that you have enjoyed uh, this tour of the foliage in New England. I hope it inspires you to go check it out. And uh, I just want to thank my producer, Karina, down there, who takes care of me every week. We'll see you next week for another great show at La Bella Vita, And uh, we'll be talking about fall beauty next show. We'll see you then. It's on La Bella Vita show. Arrivederci. Ciao.
0: Thank you for being a part of